With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And of course, he's won a Super Bowl. He's in the Hall of Fame. And uh, he's joining us on behalf of Body Confident Sport. He's the one and only Steve Young, and he joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How are you? Thanks, Doug. Great. Huh? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm, That's I'm, great. I'm really, really good. Um, it's it's crazy. Uh, a lot of different elements to what you brought to football are in this game, right? In quarter, mobile quarterbacks, uh, quarterbacks that that can play in and out of the pocket, improvise, move. Obviously, toughness. And, and I'm I'm intrigued in your thoughts on both these guys, since professionally and personally, you've done this since since you retired. Right. Um, help me out with Brock Purdy, because I think there's a portion of people that are like, well, I love the story. Right. And that that overwhelms them in terms of how they look at the player. And then there are people who I would put myself in this camp. It's like, I love the story. I love the kid. But there have been times in the playoffs where he hasn't played as well right. as he had been playing in the regular season. Quarterback to quarterback, what do you see when you watch Brock? So it's really important that you listen to Brock after the game uh, last week against the Lions when he said, look, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the strongest, and I'm not the biggest. And so you have to just 
take that in and say today's prototype of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know, Justin Herbert, like these are big, strong, stiff-arm defensive linemen, run out of the pocket, throw it 80 yards down the field. That's the prototype. I'm very familiar with that prototype, but that is not Brock, and Brock is okay with that. Very clearly, I am, my superpower is give me a play. Luckily, it's from Kyle, an innovative play. I have wonderful people around me, and I. what my superpower is, I'm Indiana Jones. In two seconds or less, I can decipher everything that's happened because I'm so ahead of the data. I have this feel for 11 on 11, and I can find the spot, and it's coming out. And it's coming out early, and it's coming out in front, and I'm gonna, the yak is going to be amazing. And that is so much of quarterbacking. He is... The most, like, how are you going to say this? But this season, you could make an argument he's the most efficient quarterback in the league. And so you just have to take both of those in. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. Okay. Not the prototype. Okay. I was an oddity back, you know, 20 years ago. And so he's okay with being an oddity. But what he's not odd at is the very fundamentals of what makes you a great quarterback. And so in that way, I say he has the force like the Star Wars force. Sure. Like you, you can't explain it, but you see it and what you the, know what it. What are those fundamentals? It's the, it's the ability to, first of all, do the work behind the scenes, the data ownership, reflexive recall. You see him when he's – there was a, a play, a couple of – in the first playoff game when he had to hold the, um, the motion because it was running out of time. Don't worry about it. I got that handled. And then he made the play and he had to scramble out and find – like he has a sense of spatial relationship with 22 people. And his body doesn't – the adrenaline goes up for most human beings, and their the mind goes shorter, the smaller, the aperture closes. He doesn't. He's flat like total flatliner. Flat yeah. And so that's DNA. That's that's a, 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 a preparation. And then it's it's just reflexive recall. So for him, he's 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 as efficient as anyone who's played because of those things that are the superpowers. The problem that the, everyone else in the league has said, or all the detractors, well, he can't do. X, Y, and Z. Well, he's telling you, I'm good with that. I can't do that. If that's the, if that's the measure, then don't. I'm not that guy. So stop. But everything else, I got you. And so what I've, I've always said is, let Brock cook because he might take because he can't stiff arm defensive lineman, well, and throw 60 yards down the field or whatever else. He can he might have to do it in two more two throws instead of one throw. So it's, his job is a little bit more difficult than Patrick's, but let him do let, let him figure that out. And in his efficiency, he gets it done. Okay. What? what why have the, they been struggling in the playoffs? Something, something happened at the Ravens game. The the 49ers of Thanksgiving. I I was like, who who's going to beat these guys? This is the best collection of talent Correct. in free agents history. Like I, it'd be you'd have to go back 20, 30 years ago when you see this much. Supreme talent in one place, both sides of the field. John Lynch has done that amazingly. Deployed the way that Kyle deploys them and and Brock doing his things, like no one's going to beat him. Then two weeks later, they get mauled by the Ravens. I mean, they literally got mauled. And something changed. And so that defense that we saw against the Lions last week, it feels like you want to say whatever they were, the wide nine or whatever they're doing, People have got a book on it now. Yeah, that's what you want to. You want to say some. They've got it figured out, but then you think to yourself, wait a second, all that talent. You can't figure out talent. That that's got to show up. And so I told the team earlier, you you, you got to flip the script. You cannot 
play championship football down 24-7 at halftime. Now, you showed grit. You showed amazing, you know, uh, and, uh, yeah, just the toughness. Margin, the margin of error is so Yeah, and, and, now, and, and now you have a quarterback that will take you down. Yeah. Jordan Love was young. He, he couldn't wrap it up. But, but you, you can't play this way. So the first quarter... Get a feel. Does it feel like the playoff games the last couple of weeks? That's trouble. If it feels like, you know, back in Halloween, back in Thanksgiving, then they're mauling, they're running the football very effectively, going right down the field. Defense is putting, you know, Patrick in some tough spots early. Then you're like, okay, this is the team that I saw at Thanksgiving that is going to go run over everybody. Uh, I do want to ask you about Patrick. Um, you've played with against this unbelievable list of Hall of Fame quarterbacks in your era, right? Uh, behind Montana, then you in your own right, and Elway, and you saw them all. Marino, Favre. I mean, just all <laughs> Roethlisberger, whatever. Is he, if you had to say he's closest to, is it Elway? Is it you? Well, he he, he combines a lot of different pieces he, he, of people. Uh, I, I think that what you first have to know from Patrick when you when you, when he first saw him play, there's a presence and uh, and 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 like we just talked about flatliner yeah he is flat 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 yeah. like he is playing backyard football in his mind like i'm I, it's as if he's in his backyard like hey is it, he's as calm and peaceful and in, and present as if he was in his backyard tossing the ball now that's that's impossible now you put on top of that the talent the arm talent the throw it all over the place all the different arm angles and then the intellect for the game so it's like he is this, he's Superman. And the best part of his game is that he has now taken the cape off and realized that Clark Kent is as much a part of playing great quarterback than putting on the Superman cape. And so he's now, in my mind, especially after I called the Taylor Swift era, the first half of the season they were overwhelmed with just the, the madness. It was no one's fault. It's just madness. I feel like that whole thing has now empowered them. They've gotten over the top of it. Now they've got, and so he and his, he's he's on top of all of it. And I don't think there's there's nothing that can throw him off his game. He's not gonna he's gonna be Clark Kent early in the first quarter. He's not gonna try to put the cape on too early. He's matured. I mean, he's he's the best player in the league, and he's getting better. Let me circle back to Kyle. You you mentioned you know, how they put him all in the right spots. Is he is he the new? Uh, Walsh, because yes, uh, yeah, because and and, and I know you, you, our minds are probably working the same way. People remember the West Coast offense transformed Formed. football. People couldn't 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 defend it. No, couldn't stop it, and it became they had any, anybody who knew the West Coast. It spread throughout football, right? That's what the 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 that's what changed the Packers, yes. right? And you kind of go through change the Eagles. They and, follow Andy Reid, follow Mike Holmgren, follow everyone else that's followed. So now we thing. have Kyle Shanahan. Is it doing the same thing? Yeah, so he. I've, I've said this recently. If Bill was alive, Bill Walsh was alive today, he would t- feel two things. First, a huge pride for what has been built from the West Coast that now you see Andy doing. You see what the Rams do. You see what the 49ers are doing. You see what the Vikings are doing, what the Dolphins are doing. Around the league, these innovative minds that have taken the league further. He would be very happy about that. He would also be f- super pissed about it because he's like, why didn't I think of this? You know what I mean? Because this is super cool. But I would tell him the rules change, the rules change. coach. The rules change. They yeah. can't launch anymore. There's, the, the, there's too much room now. It's like college. And they filled that space. The innovative minds, less than 10 in the league, unfortunately. because And then if you can get to one of those innovative places and quarterback one of those teams, you have a chance to go the distance. Uh, okay, so 
uh, your father, so am I. I know body confidence sport. Thank you. Is is so important to you because it has nothing to do really with football. It's it's more right with keeping kids in sports, isn't it? Girls, half of girls in America step away from sports after 14 because of how they feel about in their skin. And my girls in high school, why I'm here, why I'm here, Doug, is because I helped out with flag football in California for girls. The sure. first time it's ever been played. Yeah. And I witnessed the sense of inclusion that was overwhelming and then also their love of the game as they learn the game and i mean from scratch we lost the first game two nothing and they're like what happened they're like oh we forgot to explain safety like the game started from scratch by the end dad this is my favorite sport so empowerment inclusion and then how girls feel about themselves Dove has done something to put together for coaches and that's why i want to promote it because if coaches can get a hold of it you know they can now have the verbiage, the language to help girls feel confident in their bodies so they can continue to play sports. And, and, and that's what we want. We want the girls out there playing. Flag football is in the Olympics now for girls. It's going to take over dance. It's going to take over volleyball. Like After I watched this fall with girls flag football, every girl in America is going to be playing flag football. Not because it's football, because they love the game. Yeah. And uh, body confidence sports is really about a program to help girls after 14 stay in the sport stay in the game go play it go play it for fun for the good of it and i i'm all for that no i have two girls in high school and it was very resonant with me so when they asked me to do it i said i'm in hashtag keep her confident is the best way to get on board steve is absolutely a pleasure Doug, to catch up with you i love chatting with you we gotta do it more often anytime okay buddy be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app Hey gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity to get to the top. We've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, and my next guest has literally accomplished everything in the NFL I think you can accomplish. Right? He's been a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. He's, of course, been Offensive Player of the Year in the league. He's, I mean, you name it, records. And, of course, uh, since retirement, you look at the void in was New Orleans or playing for Sean Payton, and it's not the same when Drew Brees isn't your quarterback. Drew Brees joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. How are you? Doing great. You? I'm, I'm okay. I know you're here on behalf of the FedEx uh, Aaron yeah. Ground uh, Player of, of the Year. If you had a vote, who would it be? <laughs> well, I know this. FedEx has been doing this for a really long time, and this is, a, this is a tremendous award. I had the pleasure of winning this four times, along with Peyton Manning. I think we're the most... most uh, most decorated with the FedEx Air Award. But this year, first time ever, uh-huh. um, teammates won this award. So Brock Purdy won the FedEx Air Player of the Year and Christian McCaffrey, FedEx Ground Player of the Year. Um, so if that's foreshadowing for Sunday, then uh, I guess it's going to be the Niners. But no, this is this incredible award, and actually FedEx is donating $40,000 to HBCUs in uh, Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey's name, they get to identify the HBCU that this will go to for scholarships for very deserving students. You know, it's, it's interesting. Everybody wants to recreate the next Drew Brees, right? Like, if, if he's a smaller quarterback, they're like, oh, well, Drew Brees could do it. Oh, you could do Drew Brees could do it. And yeah. yet, um, there just hasn't been, I don't think, anyone like you. Uh, what, what was your secret? Like, how were you able to make it work when so many others who are about our size, like normal human beings, yeah have failed as quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah, honestly, because I faced a ton of failure and because there were moments where I thought um, my dream wouldn't come true and that that football was being taken away from me. Um, so that's that's how that's how you get to that point. Um, you know, I, obviously I wasn't very highly recruited, and, and that wasn't a big deal coming out of high school. Um, I had suffered a suffered knee injury, but I was 6 foot, 175 pounds. Would you have recruited me? No, <laughs> no, because I remember like we're kind of, we're same era, and I was like basketball player, football player going into going into high school, and everybody's like, "Man, if you're six feet tall, you're too small to be a quarterback, right?" Because yeah. that was the that was, Look, the, that giant, was the stigma. That right? was the, yes. that was the stigma. Um, and honestly, it's why I was I was actually having a conversation with somebody last night about Doug Flutie. You know, uh-huh. Doug Flutie was a quarterback when I got to the San Diego Chargers, and and people forget Doug Flutie played over 20 years of professional football. Like every, every he played in the USFL, he yeah. played NFL, the Canadian League, and then he came back. But Doug Flutie was 
Doug Flutie was the Patrick Mahomes of that era. But nobody nobody knows that now. Nobody will give him that kind of credit, but I will. Like, I'm telling you right now, I saw Doug Flutie doing stuff that Patrick Mahomes doing now, and everybody thinks Patrick Mahomes invented it. No, I saw Doug Flutie doing it 30 years ago. But I guess my, my, my point is is that you you do things as a smaller quarterback to survive yeah. because you don't know the benefit of being six foot five. Like, I don't know what it's like to see over the line and to see everything. No, I have to create vision for myself with windows. I have to know exactly where the defense is just based on my knowledge of the coverage. So I know that I'm going to throw this I'm going to throw this ball blindly into this window because I know that timing wise, this is where my receiver is supposed to be. It's an 18 yard deep end cut. I know it's covered too. the safety is going to be high. I can kind of feel the will backer. He's at about 12 yards depth. I can get over his head. Right. Like these are just things that you you just feel and they become your instincts and it just becomes how you play. I can't tell you how many times I threw a ball and I didn't see the defenders or even the receiver. But I knew where he was supposed to be, and you guess what? That's his job to be there. Right, and, but it also comes from the trust built in between you and the wide receiver, right? The knowledge on yeah. both sides of where you're supposed to be. He's got to read your mind and where you're supposed to be. But also, like, you had an incredible skill to be able to put it exactly where it's supposed to be at the exact right time and layer it in the exact same way. Uh, accuracy is trust and anticipation. All right, so just think about that for a second. Like, if you trust the guy that you're throwing to, if you trust your knowledge of, of the system, your your offensive scheme, and the defense that you're going against, and you anticipate the throw, in a lot of cases, you're, man, you're going to be accurate. Like, the ball's going to be there on time. It's going to be in a position where the receiver can catch it. And, as we know, in the NFL, man, windows close quickly, right? Yes. So if you're late to, to a throw, man, like, that's when bad things happen. Um, you know, it's interesting. I've heard you talk about windows. And, again, like, I, I tell people all the time. So I was... Uh, I played, it would be in the minor leagues in basketball and overseas, and I remember being with the Lakers in their summer league, and they used to have a guy named Devin George, and he was a full-time Laker, and when you play in summer league, it's like three real Lakers, and then everybody else trying to make the team, and I got into my first game, and I threw an alley-oop in, in college, dunk, mm-hmm. right, but in the pros, the defense recovered and just deflected it, and that's yeah. the truth, like, it's the, I'm sure you know this expression in the NFL, you don't get faster, everybody else does, right? Yeah. And in the basketball, it's the same, and you don't get longer, everybody else does. But those windows close up so quickly, like so incredibly, incredibly quickly. Um, I am, and so is Jay Stu, our producer. We are lifelong Charger fans. Okay. Okay? So I remember all the talk of you did your arm strength, too small, whatever, when they had Philip Rivers sitting behind you. But I also remember when you got hurt and you were laying there, and I remember the replay. It was, it was gruesome. What's that like to lay there? You talk about all the stuff that came your way. You had to at least think, I might not be able to throw a football again. I, 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 as I'm walking off the field, and, and my right arm is literally stuck out like this. And, right? and, like and let me just set up. Let me stuck. just set up for for people for yeah. our context who don't right. remember. Everyone knew that Philip Rivers was going to be the quarterback the next year, right? Like it was a completely no. No, <laughs> you, no? I, I wasn't going to let that happen. I know you weren't, but like it was the man. They're going to they're going to move him. They're going to. Well, there was there, half the building was really pushing for him to be the guy. Yeah, and I felt like the other half felt like you know I, I'd earned the right. To, I, you had earned the right, but you know how we're. I mean, that was back in the AJ Smith era, right? Yeah, I know. And and he okay. was on the other half. Yeah, he was on the other half, yeah. and he was the general manager, but right. he wasn't talking to your coach at the time, so it's a really crazy thing. But regardless of which, it was a hard situation anyway. Yeah. And then, okay, so you're walking off. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to set the context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, get, I get hit by John Lynch on, on a weak safety pressure. We, we should have had him blocked. But he knocks the ball out, so now the ball's just rolling around at the goal line. So it's a fumble. And I mean, what's, ruled, 
Rule number one, they tell you as a QB, never jump on a fumble, right? Best yeah. bad things happen, yes, right? right? Wrist, elbows, shoulders. Sure enough, I jump on it. And Gerard Warren, you remember him? Yes. Big money Warren, yes. right, for the Broncos. He didn't go for the ball. He went for me. And unfortunately, I got caught at the bottom of that pile. My right arm got stuck above my head. I basically dislocated my shoulder out the bottom, which is a bull rider's injury. So when a bull rider gets his arm caught yeah. in the rope, yeah. bad deal. So I stand up, and my arm is actually stuck out to the side like this because it was dislocated. It was out of socket, right? So I'm walking off the field. And look, I, I knew what was at stake with the Chargers. So I, I immediately said to myself, it's probably the last time I ever put on a Charger uniform. And then on second thought, it might be the last time I ever play football again. And then, you know, I go through the process of getting fixed up by Dr. James Andrews. But then it's the New Orleans Saints or the uh, uh, Dolphins. Miami Dolphins in free agency. And the Dolphins doctors wouldn't clear me. You know, they told Saban he's got a 25% chance of coming back and playing again, right? Um, so, you know, when, when you're given that prognosis, you know, I mean, and you feel like something has just totally been ripped away from you in a split second, um, I think it gives you a ton. I think it gives you a ton of gratitude. I think it really forces you to dig down deep with your faith. And honestly, there's no way I would have gotten to where I got or we... I would have had the career I had after that if it wasn't for that moment. Going through those things was necessary for me to be able to accomplish the things that we were able to accomplish. And so when you ask, like, why aren't there more? Why does there? You got to go through some crap, man. Yeah. Like, you got to go through some tough times in order to see what you're all about and, and take yourself to places that, that you otherwise wouldn't go. So then fast forward to when you win a Super Bowl with the Saints and your son, obviously, famously, there next to you, the ticker tape falling. And it wasn't just your own personal journey. People forget the Saints before you got there. They hadn't even won a playoff game. Like, ever. Yeah. Ever. Right? So you take a franchise from nothing to yeah. the top. Your own personal journey. Obviously, you're tied with, with, with Sean. Everything even the city had been through, has been through. Now, years later, what do you remember about that moment when you were absolutely king of the football world? Oh, it was awesome. Um, you know, yesterday was the 14th anniversary of winning the winning the Super Bowl or our Super Bowl, and so there was a bunch of videos floating around, um, especially the one with me holding Balin, my son, who was one year old at the time. He's now 15, which yeah. is kind of crazy that <laughs> time's going by fast. But um, yeah, that was, you know, to, it's the epitome of our sport, right? I mean, that's what you work for, um, and I think it was even more special because of. The, the city that we represented, you know, and, and, and we knew how much joy that that gave so many people. It's the FedEx uh, Air and Ground Players of the Year. What does this guy know? He's only won it four times, just four. I got no idea. He won it five or six. <laughs> not, not reputable. He's the one and only Drew Brees joining us on behalf of FedEx. Drew, I cannot tell you how much I appreciated watching you play and uh, getting a chance to talk with you now. Yeah, thank you, Doug. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live Every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. We have an unbelievable list of guests. Sean Payton's going to join us in 15 minutes. You don't want to miss that. Adoree Jackson will join us live. Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore will, will, will join us. Uh, Bijan Robinson will join us. Uh, we'll have Marshall Falk at some point in time. Uh, Jordan Davis and Devontae Smith from the Eagles. Uh, there's a lot of people to get to, but I am so glad our first guest sat down next to me because I was going to lose my mind, and now I get to lose my mind with him sitting next to me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll introduce him in a second. First, I, I, I do want to tell you that uh, our Super Week coverage in Las Vegas is presented by GoodRanchers.com. Take the mystery out of the meat aisle with GoodRanchers.com. Enjoy 100% American steakhouse quality meat. And seafood delivered straight to your door. Support local farms and enjoy $20 off with free shipping with code AMERICA. GoodRanchers.com, American Meat Delivered. Uh, he was an all-pro six times over. Um, he's top 15 in touchdown receptions. He's a first-team all-pro three different times. He had over 1,000 yards receiving six different times as well. And he's a tight end. His name's Antonio Gates. Oh, yeah, by the way, he played basketball. He's really good at that. Went to Elite Eight when he was in college at Kent State. And somehow, at least for this year, for the next 364 days, he's not. Eventually, he will be a Hall of Famer. Antonio Gates joins us on the show. How are you, Tony? Hey, how you doing, man? It's you're good right. to catch up. What yes, in the hell is going on that you're not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, 
Timing, you know. Uh, what timing? You know, you know, everything Who made that presentation? Yeah, yeah. I so do you know how it works? I, I guess you get a certain amount of votes. Well, but, yeah, uh, but what I was told, because I asked people, I actually asked people in the charge organization today, I was like, how'd that happen? And they said, what happens is the guy who presents your case is somebody who covered you in your hometown paper or whatever. Yeah. So it's likely somebody from the San Diego Union Trib. Yeah. Uh-huh. They had to make the worst presentation ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, this is not like, there's some, um, Devin Hester, that's a hard one. Yeah. Right? He's a kick and punt returner, wasn't great at, but he was great as kick and punt returner, but it's not as impactful on a game by game basis, or whatever. But, like, look, if, if he's the best ever and you want to put him in, fine. That's a hard sale to make. You're saying, what are you missing? What am I missing? Help me. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, like I said, man, it's, uh, you know, I try to control what I can control, and I, I look at it like anything else I've, I've experienced in life. You know, certain things you succeed at, and then some things you don't. And uh, what you do moving forward is the most important thing, right? You just keep moving forward. I don't really have an answer. Uh, I just know how I felt. I was very hurt by the uh, announcement. I, I got a call, actually. So uh, I was hurt a week ago because I got the call a week ago. So you've known for a week? Uh, they they and, gave me a call, yeah. And then... So. What is that like to not only you're processing like pain, yeah, but you also can't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Can't tell anyone. Uh, so obviously your mood swings change, but I think about the journey and where I'm at and how far I've come, and I think that's the focal point for me, right? You just, you know, I I, I have to say this due. That's why I said due season, right? In due time, God will give you whatever it is you need to have, and then sometimes it's more important than the time, and it's the most important thing. So. Uh, you know, I know that the people that have been around me throughout this journey, the people that have been in my corner, they know how much work we've put in, how complicated it was for me to, you know, move from a basketball player to a free agent yeah. to a player to all pro. And that that degree of difficulty as um, second to none in sports. It, in it, it, it's second to none. And I grew up playing basketball with Tony Gonzalez. Tony was a football player. The whole who time, right? Basketball. Who played basketball? Yes. You were a basketball player who we then be- ended up, yeah. end up, end up playing football. What, in the early days, your first training camp, right? There had to be a moment where you're like, this ain't, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> you're right. Shoot, I had a lot of moments like that. So I, uh, I, you know, I think what happened was too, what for me was, I think, you know, when I made the decision to play the game of football, it was no way I can turn back. Right. You know, so. But it you was, went all in. Yeah, I, I pushed all, all chips, chips in. in. Yeah. And so my philosophy was, I mean, this got to work. I mean, it, it's, I don't have a plan B. This was a plan B. So I don't have another plan. This ha- this better work, right? So I just still remember getting a dislocated finger, boom, like the first, second day of practice. I'm like, dang, I mean, this is different, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, pop it back in place. Take me up. Because Marty Schottenheimer was big on availability. Yeah, availability is your biggest ability, that's your right? Biggest, that's your biggest attribute. So uh, there's no way I can make this team if I'm hurt. So it didn't matter what it was, high ankle sprain, sprained ankle, dislocated. I'm shooting it up. I'm going. Because I can't play and make this team if I'm hurt. And that was – it was like your mom telling you something that you took literally – not figuratively, you know what I'm saying? I take it literally like, oh, if I'm hurt, I'm going to get cut. Simple. It was just black and white for me that way. And I think that's what drove me, in, a, in all due respect, it drove me to the level that I was able to end up having in the, the play because I just 
everything I did was predicated to me being ready to play on Sunday. I don't care what it was. I got to get on that field. And that meant something to me. That meant something to my teammates. And I think that's the reason that fear factor is what drove me. Um, I, got, I got two questions for you. First one, what was it like when they called you in and told you you made it, made the team? Right, I was shocked. I was shocked. For one, I was trying to make the price. Well, I ain't even had no intentions of making a regular team. You know, like you got your first, whether the 52 or whatever it is. So I was trying to make the practice squad because at that time I had already seen the contract. I think the practice squad guys made $120,000. And all my friends were making like $60,000. They work with GM and the waste management. So I was like, oh, I'm the most, I'll be the highest paid guy in my crew. Right. So that's all that mattered to me. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up. You know, trying to make the practice squad because I'm thinking I'm a basketball guy. They gonna give me a couple of years, right, right to right. develop me, so I can make this little. You know, I can you know go home and yeah, yeah. Drink, you know it's on me tonight. You know what I'm saying? So I never even the thought of making a team wouldn't even on my agenda. So you I, so you walk in? Is it AJ Smith? You're right, and, AJ and, and and Marty? right. So no, so it's a it's a process of elimination. So you know, three four days down, you know, before you make the team, guys are leaving, getting cut. So I remember. And I just told you the story. It was funny. I remember being, and it was like three dudes left, four dudes left. And out of the three or four, one of us got to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they let a guy go that came from Nebraska and another guy go from Notre Dame. And when they let those guys go, I was like, shit, I got to be next. Yeah. Because these dudes can play. <laughs> yeah. You let the guy go from Notre Dame? Yeah. And, my, you know, I'm a basketball player. I'm like, damn, he got cut. Good, you know, you know. So in my mind, I say, okay, this is crazy. They probably about to let me go next. So I'm again. This is the fear factor. I'm studying extra hard because I know history, right? They hadn't been in the stands, hadn't understood a playbook. So I'm doing everything firsthand. And what I would say to you is that my ability to have no credit was better than having bad credit. It's like that concept, it. yeah. right? You These had no guys, bad habits. No bad habits. Yeah. So I was picking things up, and yeah. they was able to see this descending version of me, and I think that's why I was able to make the team. All right, you go from that to you even retired, and then Philip goes down and brings you out of retirement, and you became this guy who, when I say you couldn't run, yeah, you yeah. couldn't run like you used to be yeah, able to run, right? Run like this, yeah, Right, but you still got open and caught the ball. How did it work? There has to be some yeah. secret sauce to it. Yeah, yeah. How do you get open when you can't really run? Well, I think um, the reality was for me, this is my reality, I would see so many different coverages that I couldn't watch film to say this is what they're going to do to the Chargers. This is what they're going to do against me. So I, I couldn't watch, no, all due respect, I don't know what people might think, but I, I remember watching um, film on – and I don't watch a lot of film because it was so hard yeah, yeah. because that wasn't, it wasn't going to happen to me. You know, I remember seeing the Broncos game and they were playing the Patriots. And when they go to goal line, um, they go to goal line package with the Patriots with Gronkowski. And Gronkowski pop out and Von Miller pop out. Yeah. Right. To leave Chris Harris and all of them be on the sideline. Yep. Right. But that's against the Patriots. When we played them, to leave stayed in the game. To leave, see, so that's what I'm right, saying. They so, put the best cover corner. Right, right so right. the idea was I never could, at the time, I was developing a habit to learning how to use my brain to find spots and holes to get open. 
it, it, and my physical ability was declining. Yeah. So I had to learn more of how to find. So now I have to kind of go into that. Okay, this is what they did X, Y, and Z. So I was anticipating something that I hadn't seen, and that was the the ability to adapt in the actual game was my biggest asset. I was like, Coach, they this is what they're doing. I told you, this, Charles Woodson on me. Darrell Reeves on me on third down. And then we didn't never seen that. So so we ain't gonna worry about that. Can put me in motion so I can see what they're doing. So stop him from jamming me. And that was my mindset. It was just one of those situations where I had to develop that because I want I was reaching heights where it required you to do more. Right. And it's like anything. You, the bigger you get, the more research you got to do, right? Yeah. The, the more, the layer, there's layers to it, and I would get to a point where I didn't even worry about the play we called. I wouldn't even worry about who were guarding me. I was worried about where your help was coming from. I got to that level of trying to figure out where his help at. I'm going to beat him. Yeah. But if he's outside leverage, his help is over here. Correct. Or his help is behind him. You know, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the growth. In the sports it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. From a guy who didn't know anything about football mm -hmm. to having that sort of mental aptitude to be able to pick up on it, to read it, and then to make the adjustment uh, on the fly. Look, I, I mean, as a as a Charger fan but a football fan, we know you'll be in there. It just sucks that you're going to have to wait, I guess, 357 or 58 more days. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us. I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for That's Antonio me, Gates, future Hall of Famer, joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Trade. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, and um, it's always been fun when he stopped by. You go back, I've been doing this a long time, and uh, usually we get like kind of pearls and nuggets on all different parts of the NFL. And, you know, obviously won a Super Bowl with the Saints. Heck, they hadn't even won a playoff game before he got there. And uh, took a year away doing broadcasting for us for Fox, and now back with the Denver Broncos. He's Sean Payton. He joins us on behalf of Zebra Technology. He joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There's a lot of things I want to get to, but um, you give up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And you're on the plane home. Yeah. Okay. As honestly as you can, what is going on in your, your mind? Look, when that game ended, um, you know, if you're five years, six years into a program with an established team, it, it might be one of those games where you just say, hey, I, don't, I just want to throw the film away. We're not going to look at it. The problem was we were in year one of a program. And, and so the feeling was, look, this is going to suck going down, but, but we're going to digest it and we're going to watch it and then uh, and, and try to learn as best we can from it. And so and, and all of us have a piece in that you know that that's not just man the players there are so many elements to that that we did such a poor job with from a coaching perspective um and then 
here's the thing about our league, man. No one gives a flip. Yeah. No one cares. No one. Man, Monday comes, yep. and, and you got to get ready to shed that. And if you can't shed it, you're gonna you're gonna lose the next three. I understand, but I think my fear for you, outside looking in, is whatever your messaging was, they were fighting you on it, and they quit. On, I thought they quit on you that game. And and again, I I didn't watch the no, film, and I wasn't there. And so, go go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no. When when you lose a game like that, I mean. Look, they quit on themselves, all of us, you know, and, and, but you got to get past it. And then how, well, you, you, you're, you're five weeks into the season. Like you got to fight, but you've been doing this a long time. That's right. right? We might have to release a few players right? and we might have to say, Hey, this is the direction we're going, but here's the deal. All right. I just got here. Yeah. So I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. All right. And so we're trying to find. 53 guys that are going to fight and compete, and we were able to do that. And the next week, you know, we get a kind of an ugly win at Chicago. They played pretty well. We came back. I mean, it was we were fortunate to win that game. And then the one thing I do remember, I remember us talking about the one in six Lions. And, you know, obviously my guy Dan Campbell's there. Dan and I have been together forever. Um, proud of the work he's done. And, and just a year and a half ago, they sat at one and six. And I put up some numbers just to draw a comparison. We were one and five. They were one and six. We were turning the ball over, bottom of the league. And we were taking the ball away, bottom of the league. That Lions team was turning it over and taking it away last, you know, near the bottom of the league. And then in their next 10 games, when they went eight and two or whatever they did, they got to nine and seven. They didn't get in the postseason. They lost to Green Bay the sure. last week of the season. But here's what changed, and and that actually changed for us. Then, you know, we, I think we won five or six in a row, and yeah. and, and we started taking the football away. We started protecting it, um, learning, you know, how not to lose games. So, so is the process learning how not to lose, then learning how to win? Well, to some degree, because it's. I think the hardest thing to teach in sports is how do you win games? How do you close those games? Yeah, yeah. And, and the the best of the best of you guys, of coaches, figure out how to do that. Right, one hundred percent. But but as the the football expression goes, more there, more games are lost than won. Yeah, right. So trying so, to get in there prior to to getting to that spot, all right. Prior to getting to playoff football, and when when teams that you're playing are doing the same thing. Uh, then you get into that uh, advanced level of, of competition. But in the early stages, um, man, we were just doing a lot of dumb things. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's amazing that you got them back on track and winning game because that you can lose. They think can spiral completely out of control. Yeah, yeah. Completely out of control. Um, what's the better way or, I don't know, I don't want to say easier, but the most efficient way to build? There's These two teams – are built completely differently, right? One is built around the quarterback, mm. and the other one is built around everything but the quarterback. Yeah, I think one of the things that takes place in our league differently than maybe 15 years, 20, 20 some years ago, no free agency, you had a draft, you went to camp, three rookies made the team, big news was these three players that were on the team got cut, and then they played a season. Now, you know, we deal with 20 to 30% turnover. Um, and I, and I liken it a little bit to this. You know, when the season ends and, and you have this board game, and whether you finish the puzzle or not or how far along you got in the puzzle, you, you flip the thing over. 
All right, you turn the board back up, you mix the pieces up, you take a few out, you add a few, and we've got a new puzzle. All right, so the 2024 Broncos puzzle, all right, deals with salary cap, it deals with free agents we may or may not lose, it deals with the current draft, it deals with our list of musts, needs, and wants, and then we begin the process of trying to figure out this puzzle. Uh, And and the same thing is going to exist with these two teams to some degree. Now, the Chiefs are going to flip that thing, turn it upside down. They're going to put the first piece right in the middle, and it's going to be Mahomes. All right? And there's going to be some staples to that puzzle. San Francisco the same way relative to how they're built. Now, how they're built is a little bit of how it arrived. You know, that puzzle they flipped, that quarterback they took in the first round was supposed to be in the middle of it. First they traded for Garoppolo, and he was the guy. And then they thought, okay, we topped out there. Then they go and draft Trey Lance. So, and- so sometimes you arrive at this puzzle. Yeah. You, you know, in other words, uh, because if it was Purdy, he would have been taken that early. Sure. Yeah. And and so uh, there is some there is some adjusting that's taken place. There's a belief, obviously, Kyle has in what he wants to do offensively, um, and and how he wants to run the football how he wants to come off the play action, those type of things. There's a belief in what Andy believes in strongly relative to uh, their passing game. I I think one of the more underappreciated or undervalued element in this whole postseason is how well Kansas City's playing on defense. And we saw them, uh, obviously we saw them two games. Spags has done a great job. Um, They're physical. They disrupt the timing of the passing game on the perimeter, which a lot of people don't do anymore. Those corners are physical. The nickel's playing well. Um, And I think you have a team, really, when you watch them, let's be honest, you have a team that's that's gone on the road. I mean, they won a tough game at home against Miami, at Buffalo, at Baltimore. All we talked about with the Baltimore game was, well, the Baltimore's got away from running the ball, all that kind of stuff. Man, time of possession in that game. Baltimore didn't have a lot of offensive snaps. Sure. They couldn't get off the field defensively. Yeah. They they did to Baltimore what people – Tried to do to them for a long time, right? Yeah, I mean, look, and then they and then they they didn't score in the second half, but they were very conservative. Hey, let's just not lose the game and let our defense win it for us. The the, the snap count. I mean, when you actually look at how many drives Baltimore had, and and so, you know, you you'd normally count on twelve possessions, eleven or twelve possessions. Um, you have a, you have a call sheet maybe ninety to one hundred twenty plays, some run pass variations, and their games though where that snap count drops to fifty four. And you don't get to half of what you wanted to do offensively. Part of that was a result of them not getting off the field defensively. Kelsey, how many catches did Kelsey have in the first half of that game? I mean, he had the one touchdown catch, but other he had than that, ten receptions yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, and the clock just kept ticking. Something that you famously said uh, when you're in New Orleans and you got screwed on the pass interference call against the Rams. Yeah. Right, but you were yelling, and the, the audio picked up. You were yelling, "That's a Super Bowl call! That's a Super Bowl call!" Right? Yeah. And that's because, again, as we've all learned, they don't want to throw penalties in the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. They they let you play. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that stand to reason that'll help Kansas City because they're so naturally physical anyway, and it's a little bit timing based with Brock Purdy? Doesn't that feel like that sets up to yeah. how you can play in the Super Bowl and get away with stuff? Yeah, and you got Bill Vinovich again. <laughs> I, I listen i think this I, I i like it when the officials want guys to play i, I think it's important and someone said it best i, I think it was gene steratore said you know you get you, you get 
you get to your meeting with your crew, and we're looking to catch the whales, not the minnows. Yeah. You know, we're looking to catch the penalties. So um, I've always disagreed with the all-star crews relative to the playoffs. I, I, I think that um, the problem with that, and I understand it, but the problem with that is you have – young officials, old officials working a game together for the first time, and then there's human nature that takes place. If you and I meet each other and we go golf on a Friday for the first time, I'm probably going to give you that two-foot putt. We're going to acquiesce. We want, we want to get along. Right. And then, But if we play every Friday, I'm going to be like, hey, Bucket Doug, I need to see that. Yeah. I, you need to putt that. And so when you get in a game and one official has an angle and, and he, he signals something and the young official – in his first game working with this veteran official, what's his instincts? It's to agree. All right. But if they work every Friday and he, his gut tells him it's a foul. Um, so, but I do think postseason football and the same for basketball, the same for hockey, the same for baseball. Hey, we, we get to the stage, you know, we, we don't want to be the, the story. And, uh, and I think in this game, look, I just think you have one team, in my opinion, that's playing really well. In a, in, a, in a stretch where they've gone on the road to win, and then another team, and I know Kyle's aware of this, who hasn't played as well. No, they haven't played five, five of the eight quarters. They really haven't played great football. I mean, and defensively particularly. Yeah. You know, we, we've we heard a lot about it. So um, I'm sure they had some tough film meetings, and and, uh, and so we're all anxious to watch this thing and how it unfolds. But uh, but Kansas City's defense is is real. Let me ask you about uh, Zebra Technology. Um, you've been using this for years. You've been pumping it yeah. for four, four years. It's 10 years with the with the league. And look, <clears throat> here's the deal. It's it's the it's the next-gen stuff that we're all looking at. 21 miles an hour, Tyreek Hill, 22 miles an hour. Um, this is the ball. This is the chip in the ball. Um, you know, all that stuff that we're getting, where players line up, what personnel grouping. It's next-gen stats, right? And Zebra is the chip. It's powered by Zebra. So it's this little chip. It goes in the shoulder pad. It's at target. You know, here it is. There's on your water right there. That's Zebra. Yeah. All right, it's the barcode. So we've been together seven years. They've been, this is year 10 with the NFL. Um, there's a lot of things they're going to continue to look at doing. I'm always, the one thing that fascinates me the most is when the punter punts the ball deep out of bounds and, and where, the, where it goes out of bounds? And, yeah, and then the far he the, and the official stands, and then the far back judge just keeps walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's something about that that just you're like, come on. Well, no, it's it's a <laughs> billion dollar business, and we have we have, frankly, old men's eyesight determining you know where the football goes or if it went into the end zone, which is crazy. Yeah, I, and, I, and I, we have all this technology yeah. sitting right there for it's, us. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's uh, coming. La- last thing, because I know you got to go. Has there? Has there been any moment where you've said, why did I come back to this? No, there hasn't. And thankfully, um, that moment existed when I stepped away. Meaning, man, the, the coolest part of the, the job for me when I stepped away was the family at Fox. Because I'd been in the NFC my whole career. Two years in Philly. All right. Four years in New York. That's six. Three in Dallas. That's nine, 16 with the Saints, 25. Every season in the NFC. And then when you're winning, and we won a lot, you're getting Aikman and Buck, and you're getting the number one crew. And then so the unique thing about that Fox pregame show is, man, those guys have been together 
forever. Right. And here's the other thing. They like or they hang together, love each other, dinner together, and you feel it when you watch the show. And so when I got on that and had the morning show with Carissa Charles, um, you know, Peter Schrager and uh, and Mike Vick, um, and then the afternoon show, um, those are like many families, and they filled that void, if you will. And, man, like I couldn't wait for those Sundays because that was the only fix. Right. But even in your best day and your narratives hit and you feel like everything you discussed hit, you get in your car, you drive home. There's no wins, there's no losses. There's no wins, there's no losses. Yep. You hear the stadium, you smell the gasoline, the cars are purring around the track, the lights are on, and you're like, man, I got to get back into that. And so everything drug. matters. It's a, it's a it's a drug, and it's an addictive drug, but it's one that you've been able to be very, very successful taking, that, that being coaching in the NFL. Hey, man, it's great to see you. Great to see you. Congrats on keeping that thing together. Can't wait to see what year two it looks yeah, like. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.